This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Why, yes, it is. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. What a beautiful day. If you planned on doing yard work today, well, it's a great day to do it. But I would say blow that off and get on a pedal bike, go for a ride, go do a picnic. Uh, If you were smart, you got up early, you went to... uh, downtown to the plaza and you went to the uh get some fresh veg and things that the it, it i can't believe it started already but the old town farmers market's in vogue now for this is the second week and uh i know that some of my dear friends have been big on putting pictures on facebook of all that they've uh, harvested at the farmers market anyway got a great show for you uh it's hard to imagine but this is the 25th anniversary of the Barbecue Bible by Stephen Raiklin. Over 30 books to his name, multiple different TV shows. Uh, He's an award-winning television host, novelist. He actually has a novel in addition to all the cooking books. Uh, International blockbusters. He's taught, uh, done TV shows in Italy and France, and uh, my goodness. And his books have been translated in pretty much every major language you can see. A five-time James Beard Award winner, three times IACP Julia Child Awards, sold sold more than five million copies. I could go on and on and on, but I want to turn him loose and let him talk about Stephen Raiklin. This is your life. Welcome to the program, brother. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Yeah, it wasn't long enough because holy mackerel, Stephen! You know, I, I did as I was bouncing around looking to try and get a finite number of books you've published. I came across uh, a Taste of Mountains cooking school cookbook. Oh, boy, that's an oldie. Well, and it's got your picture on the front, and, you know, you didn't have any gray hair then. (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, pretty young back then. You look like a pup. Well, you've been so busy, and and I I will thank you again at the end, but I do appreciate uh, the time that you've allotted for us today. I know... Uh, you'd probably sooner be out on your boat or running around Coconut Grove or having fun. But uh, I know my listeners love everything you do. The couple times you visited Wichita and and I go back, I tried to uh, cipher up in my foggy memory when I first met you, and it was at Aspen at the Food and Wine Classic. And I believe it had to be, I first went there in 80... And I think it had to be in, in the very early 90s, 90, 91. Because um, you you attended the the Food and Wine Classic on a regular basis for several years, didn't you? Oh, I was there probably a good 10 or 15 years. Yeah. And uh, watching your cooking demos. And then, of course, I bought books. And I, I have... Well, I have my original copy. I think this one is signed of the Barbecue Bible. I got Barbecue USA, I got uh, uh, Project Smoke, I got sauces, rubs and marinades, I got beer can chicken, uh, and I'm just one of many. Let's talk about, go way back. Go, you know, I know there was, I found something online, Why I Grill, uh, that you, you did not that long ago, and uh, take us back. What got you started in the idea of live fire cooking? Well, it was uh, really kind of one of those epiphanies. I remember where I was sitting, what I was wearing, 
uh, what the weather was like, and this idea popped into my head. And that idea simply is that the grilling and barbecue are the world's oldest and most universal cooking techniques, but everywhere they're done differently. And as a result, I thought, wouldn't it be cool to write a book to travel around the world and write about how people grill in different countries and cultures? I dashed off a book proposal, sent it to my publisher. He liked the idea, and uh, I was uh, I was on my way. Wow, uh, that's a simplified version. But the bottom line is, you really were one of the first, and certainly the most prolific and and well read, but based on the number of books you've sold, to to talk about. You know, there was there there was a couple others back then, but really grilling. And we're only talking, I think, for me, maybe it's because I was paying attention, but really the last 30 years is when outdoor cooking, other than at my house where my dad built his own barbecue pit and cooked outside all the time, um, it's just become so popular. And there's so many different appliances you can use, and whether it's a a hibachi from Japan or a, a, a Weber kettle grill or any of the gas grills, it's uh, it's pretty much an everyman proposition. There's there's something for everyone. When you started writing books, there first off, it's a lot of work. I, I can't imagine uh, your wife has put up with you sitting at a desk for hours and hours on end. In addition my, to my all wife the is travel, a saint, and she deserves uh, a special place of heaven. Yes. Yeah, she's been a very patient woman. Well, and that's good. And I just can't imagine coming up with ideas and then none of your books are small. I mean, here, I just sitting right here on the desk with me is barbecue USA, 425 fiery recipes from all across America. And this was one of my favorites because it talks about all those regional techniques and, and things that uh, are important in our country. But just the thought of putting this tome together, and making that one of your, do you know what your final number of books are right now? I think I'm up to 32. I've got a couple in the works, but, uh, you know, they, uh, I don't have an immediate publication date for those. Yeah. But, you know, Guy, this is what I do for a living. I mean, I'm a full-time writer. I'm not a chef. I'm not a pit master. Uh, I write about barbecue. I love writing. Writing writers what's on my passport. So... Uh, but, but I look back on it and it's, it's, yeah, it's a lot of books. It's a lot of books. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you you, you're shelling yourself short because in addition to writing books, stuff that you have done on TV that it just blows me away. And I know I did find, uh, and folks, you got to go, uh, obviously, obviously barbecue is a good place to start if you want to learn about Stephen, but stephenreichland.com may be the best place to start. And I don't remember whether it was on Barbecue Bible or, or the, your personal website uh, where you talked about uh, the staff that you use when, when you're doing television work and, well, and your daily work because you can't do everything that you do without a team, and it looks like you've got a pretty good one. You know, I'm so glad you brought that up, Guy, because – People watch a cooking show and they think, oh, it's, you know, just one guy, one brilliant guy on the set. But we have a set 
a crew of 20 people that work and they work hard and they work, you know, our typical work day starts at seven in the morning and might end at seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. And uh, in my shows, I always show behind the scenes because I want the viewers to know that it's not just me. It's a whole team working together. Yeah, man. I, I, well, we, we know that. And, but even when you did cooking demonstrations at Aspen, uh, you had maybe a couple people kind of on stage or right off stage, right, uh, to help with minor things. And they probably helped, more importantly, with Miss Implause and getting things ready to start the demo. But you pretty much commanded the stage on your own in that live environment in a, a wine-soaked crowd. I mean, uh, you captivated everybody. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm a kind of a one-man one man band kind of guy. I, <laughs> I sort of like that. I like to either live or live or die by my uh, own own presence. Well, let's talk about. Uh, I, I want to talk about TV, but let's talk about books. I think I tried to f- go back in archives, but you know, a, a number of redos of the website and and disposal of old cassette tapes of previous shows. Um, tried to find the first book that that I had you on my radio program, and it might have been The Caribbean Pantry. Oh, boy, yeah, that was a long time ago. Well, you know, my brother and I started the program in Miami on WKAT in 1980, here I go, 88. No kidding, that's amazing. You know, my wife had a cooking show on WKAT. The motto was uh, Big Cat Swings, right? Yeah. And her show was called What's Cooking? And I remember she interviewed Wolfgang Puck. She had Rocky Aoki. Yeah, those were the days. And she would put an electric skillet next to the microphone so they would actually cook, and you could hear the noises and the clank (laughs) of the the spatula and everything when she was cooking. Yeah, cooking show on radio is a real challenge because you you have to verbally describe everything you're doing. But how cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, the big cat was... uh, a great start for my brother and I, and uh, we lasted two years. We would have lasted longer, but I got called away by the Air Force. Um, okay. you, you go back further than 25 years, because I, I look at the list of books. Uh, the High Flavor series, that was that was before Barbecue Bible, wasn't it? That was well before Barbecue Bible, and that's kind of a funny story. So my first job in journalism was actually being the restaurant critic for Boston Magazine a position that I held for about 10 years. And this was before the advent of Lipitor. So I developed a cholesterol problem, you know, because I was eating out seven, eight times a week. And I developed a style of cooking I called high-flavor, low-fat, where you, you know, pump up the spices and flavorings so you won't miss the fat. Uh, And I actually wrote eight books in that series. So that was a big, you know, it was a big chunk chunk of my life. Good decade of my life. Well, and, and like I said, there's many. And the best part about it is you can still get copies of all these, if not on Amazon, from some of the used booksellers and uh, and pennies on the dollar, which is kind of sad, but <laughs> I hope you still get royalty no matter what. Um, well, I don't, think, I don't think I do, but <laughs> people who read me, that's almost as good. Well, and then uh, I'm trying to think back when my brother and I started the show you may have been on our show on KAT, but I'm so foggy anymore. I, I can't remember that. But 
I know one of the first books I bought that I didn't use for a long time, and actually until we got to Las Vegas when we came back from Europe, and that was the Latin cooking book. Uh, do you remember what that was called? Healthy Latin Cooking. There that was go. actually the first cookbook in American publishing that was published simultaneously in English and Spanish. Wow. And if I remember right, because I'm from Miami and I love Cuban food, as I'm sure you do, uh, you know, that, that I needed that. And, and the years afterwards, you know, as Floribian food, as Alan Susser and, and such would come up with, you know, it, that book really set me off on ways to use live fire to make uh, those ethnic quality foods uh, outside. It, it was great. Uh, and then well, more importantly, you know, for me, that book introduced me to workman publishing, and that was a major turning point of my career. Uh, Miami Spice was my first book with workman Then I did Caribbean Pantry. Uh, but it really wasn't until Barbecue Bible that uh, my career really started to take off. And Barbecue Bible, it, was that that really was 25 years ago, huh? I started writing it 29 years ago. Oh it's my a four-year project, but it came out July 4th, uh, 1998. Yeah. Well, it, you know, you've done so many things that really are tailored to anyone. Anyone who is either brand new to outdoor cooking. You know, I know I gave a copy of How to Grill uh, to my son, Christopher, the youngest of my two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he is an avid outdoor cooker and has a Kamado style grill and a, a Weber. And, you know, he's, he's, he's cooked everything outside and owing that mostly to you. Um, when I'm you... very glad to hear that. You know, I also hasten to add for any of your listeners who might think, what do I want a 25 year old book for? We have updated that book several times over the course of the last quarter century. So it's, the book that uh, you would buy today has a, a lot more information, a lot of more modern recipes than uh, the original Barbecue Bible. Well, and the be- it's a beautiful cover. Whoever uh, on your I team know. helps design that, man, it's uh, it's first class. Well, yeah, we I, have a wonderful team. I don't know how you do it. I mean, well, I do. I know you work hard, and that makes it happen. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about your global travels. But let's take a break. If you can give me the, a couple minutes to pay some bills, come back. And I think one of the most inter- interesting things, certainly from your perspective, but then from the reader's perspective, is when you went on the road and you, and you, and you put together recipes and techniques from all over the globe. I think that has to be one of the coolest things ever done in a cookbook I, sense. I would love to talk about that, so we'll reconnect in a couple minutes. There you go. Folks, we take a quick break. We'll come back. It's 25 years of the Barbecue Bible and so much more. You know, if you've ever watched PBS, as soon as Max saw that I was talking to Stephen Rick, he said, I've watched that a bunch of times on PBS. And there are so many different TV shows. We'll touch on that, but more importantly, I think the global uh, influence to outdoor cooking in our country was influenced greatly by my guest, Steve Rakeland. We'll be back after this quick break. Don't go away. 